This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1005, an excerpt from the book titled For the Right Kind of Love, A Life Journey by Sherry Moss. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for joining me on this fine Thursday, the beginning of our parenting leg of the week. I am your host, Greg Audino, and today we are going to discuss parenting with the help of a book rather than an article, that book being For the Right Kind of Love, A Life Journey by Sherry Moss. She has some great insight in this book about what she's learned from her own experience as an underprivileged child and how she uses that experience to be a more informed and supportive parent and adult. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, though, and do the talking for her. So let's jump right into this excerpt and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book titled, For the Right Kind of Love, A Life Journey. By Sherry Moss. I learned early and often that some parents understand their children and make an effort to support them, and some don't. I grew up with a mother and stepfather who did not treat my siblings and I very well. In many ways, I didn't receive parenting, and I certainly wasn't understood. As someone who went through that, believe me when I say you do not want your child feeling like nobody understands them. You don't want your child to feel unsupported or unheard. That being said, even when you want the best for your child, connecting with them can be a challenge. You might not know the right words to say to get the conversation started, but it's simpler than you probably realize. In fact, connecting with your child is less about what you say and more about what you don't. It's about listening. Why understanding your child matters. As a child, I was dreadfully unhealthily skinny. On one of the rare occasions my mother took me to a doctor, the doctor prescribed pills to make me hungry. However, my appetite wasn't the problem. The real issue wasn't only the fact that there wasn't enough food in the house. My siblings and I weren't allowed to ask. We could only eat what our parents offered, and what was offered was not enough. The result of that visit to the doctor was me being allowed a bologna on white sandwich after school, but no real solutions. The doctor, teachers, and other adults in my life didn't uncover the root problem because nobody ever asked me. I was starving. I was always hungry. They assumed they understood me and my situation when actually they didn't. Now, as a parent myself, I can see the importance of understanding your children from an adult's perspective. Not only your children, but any children whom you're in a position to help. When you listen to young people, you build trust. They communicate, and you can better help them get through challenges. Not to mention it's harder to presuppose. 
Years ago, my two children and I were thrown into an excruciatingly difficult situation in dealing with their father, who was often out of control on narcotics and alcohol. Those years were a roller coaster, and the trust I had built with my children went a long way toward getting us through it. We knew we were stronger together, and the foundation of that bond had been built by spending quality time with them, listening and talking to them about life. Giving your child the support they need. You might not find yourself in a situation like I did with an out-of-control spouse, but even with a good home life, children will inherently need support at some point. All kids need guidance from a trusted adult, and that person can be you. Let's say your child experiences bullying at school or online, common and sadly, something both of my kids and I have gone through. If you talk to your child and understand what's happening to them, you can help them see the situation in a less destructive way. You can, for example, help them to see what is possibly happening at the other end to make the other want to bully, as well as how wrong it is. To understand them and their feelings, you need to listen and be completely open, and hopefully work together on a solution. Running off with all guns blazing might make the child feel even more helpless. I feel it's important to let your children talk to you freely. Your role as the listener doesn't necessarily have to involve any judgment. I say necessarily because, as parents, there is a fine line between knowing when your children need advice or guidance and when they simply need to know someone cares. For example, when my children were teenagers, not only did they feel comfortable talking to me, but many of their friends did as well. There would often be a group of kids at my home, and we'd have great conversations about school, parents, and other subjects on their minds. However, I always approached the conversations carefully. I didn't give advice on their home situations or involve myself in discussions on their parents. Mostly, I gave them a space where they could talk, a place to hear themselves say it, with maybe a nudge or two where appropriate. Often, the result was them finding the right words to open dialogue with others. Above all, if a child asks for help, I never say no. If they're asking, it is a responsibility to listen, understand what they need, and help them improve their situation. I take that very seriously. Getting the conversation started Perhaps you already understand the importance of talking to your kids, but getting the conversation started can still be difficult. What are the right questions to ask? In my experience, openness starts by simply saying, hey, what's going on? To give your child the support they need, create a space for these open discussions. I call it table talk because a table is a flat, even surface. When you sit down to speak with your child, that's what you want the dynamic to be, even and open. Ask them to tell you what's going on, and then let them talk. No distractions, for goodness sakes, show you are fully there, even if they don't know when you're talking. As parents, we tend to want our kids to know what adolescence was like for us, but that's not where I start. Be ready to hear. You'll also want to set rules for good communication. In my house, there are no electronics at the dinner table, ever. Decide what rules will help facilitate good discussions and stick to them. As you have these discussions, Make sure to communicate the values that are important to you. For me, this has always meant encouraging and teaching my children to be kind and respectful. It meant helping them with seeing what's happening around them, 
instilling confidence and a willingness to help others. If my child never wins a chemistry award, I honestly don't care. It's more important to me that they be the kind of student who steps up to work with the one person who always gets left out. It's important that they never do anything less than say thank you when someone offers them food. And very important that they share their lunch if they see a classmate who doesn't have a meal and cheer for the one who did win that award. These are examples of the values I instill in my children. Your values might differ. But what matters is that you share them with your children and bring them into the conversation. Connection requires patience. Your first, second, or even tenth attempt to connect with your child might not work, which is why patience is required on your part. If you give up, shut your child down, point fingers and blame, or jump to giving advice without listening first, it's hard to build trust in the relationship. I do feel it's critical to not rush your child or talk over them. When my son was very young, he said to me, How come when I want another minute doing something, it's so short? But when you need another minute, it's very long. I challenge you to think about how you would respond to hearing something similar from your child. I probably laughed at the time, because how cute is that? But I assure you, he was very serious. If you find you have room for improvement, create a space for open discussion, and then lean in and listen. Remember, the conversation starts by asking, what's up? It may be simple, but that's how simple it can be to open the door for a deeper connection. You just listened to an excerpt from the book titled, For the Right Kind of Love, A Life Journey, by Sherry Moss. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And thanks so much to Sherry for offering up that great excerpt from her book, which hit shelves just a few months ago in March. And if you're interested in purchasing it, you can do so by following the link I've put in this episode's description. A bit more about her, though. Sherry is an author, entrepreneur, executive film producer, and an adventurous warrior. She is currently launching her first children's book, The Marshmallow Kids, which is a picture book to help children with the challenge of making friends when moving often. Her adult kids now leave her more time for her other favorite pursuits, such as writing, golfing, world travel, and cycling. But she says her greatest fulfillment comes from helping others in ways that she once needed herself. And we often love helping those who are once in our own shoes. Hint, hint for those who are looking to give back somehow, but uh, aren't sure where to start. You know, a lot of times that giving back can just start with a simple yet highly important conversation, as Sherry has helped us see today. This is a great excerpt for helping parents understand that even if they do have turbulent relationships with their children, 
or children that have found themselves in a lot of trouble over time, there's not always a massive change that needs to occur to start moving things in the right direction. An open and supportive conversation in which an effort to listen is made is a great building block that may not remedy everything right away, but is a reliable and easy way to rebuild trust over time. So, thanks again to Sherry for speaking from the heart today and letting us share her work. Again, check out the link in this episode's description if you want to purchase the book, learn about it, or learn more about her. It is time to wrap up, though. So, everyone, enjoy the rest of your night, and do be sure to come on back tomorrow for the Friday show. That's where your optimal life awaits.